Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Welcome Good to the morning. podcast. Sorry, I keep interrupting that. Sorry, sorry. My bad. Right. Do you want to show you it again or not bother? Ah, don't bother. Well, sorry, do it again, but we, we leave this in, so you know. Okay, then. Yeah. What are you going to show us this week? Hey, no, no, Dean. Yes, Simon. Uh, we've got an important update for the listeners, haven't we? We do, we have. We have a new section I would like to introduce, and that section is called Dean's Crisp Conspiracies. Dean's Crisp's Conspiracies. They put prawns on a treadmill. Bollocks of that. Music. So, uh, Simon, last we spoke, we agreed that I would explore or scientifically study uh, the different uh, sizes of bags of walkers. Because you maintained that a multi-pack bag, a 30-gram multi-pack bag, logically has to have the same amount in it as a 30-gram standalone bag. Yes. Because of law and stuff like that. Law. (laughs) <laughs> which is a very valid point. So I got the things. I went to the shop today to get them. Uh, I want to show you what I've got here. So it's all the board, isn't it? It's all on camera. You can see this, maybe. You'll share it, but I don't know. But uh, what's this, Simon? What's this, Simon? That is a six-pack of Walker's Classic crisps. Yes. Open it right now. I'm opening it on camera so you can see. I have not tampered with this. Holy no. I guess I could have glued it back together, but let's not go down that rabbit hole. Uh, okay, so. Salt and vinegar? Salt and vinegar. Yeah. Salt and vinegar here. Now, um, can you tell me what it says there? Oh, 25 grams, Dean. 25 grams, Simon. Now, I, yeah. like you, I always thought they were 30 grams. This says 25. It says 25, yeah. So this would be like a 30-gram bag. Well, it would, yes, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know when that happened. Now, I, I'm sure, like you, I'm sure they were always 30 grams. Yes. I spoke to my wife. She said, no, they've always been smaller, which backs up might, but doesn't mean, you know, 25 grams. Mm-hmm. Went into our cupboard. I found one leftover bag of crisps, Walker's multi bag. Yeah. Also said 25 grams. Okay. But this might be a, uh, you know, cost of living thing. There are a lot of things that got smaller and they have to say it. So maybe this is a recent development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I thought, oh, all right, fair enough, fair enough. But then I got a standalone bag. Now, can you tell me what the problem with this is? Oh, it's a crab bag, Dean. It's not the it's same. Crab bag. It's a, uh, listen to it. 45, 45 grams. grams. Much bigger. 25, almost twice the size. Yes. You wouldn't expect that of a normal bag of crisps. No. Do you think I could find an old bag of crisps? Uh, no. 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 Went to the local shop. None. Only grab bags or multi-packs. Went to the local Sainsbury's Massachusetts Market. Only grab bags or multi-pack. Went to little. Nothing. No walkers at all. Well. So every shop nearby me has no option for the normal bag of walkers. So we cannot do this experiment. Until I find one. Coincidence? No, this is very suspicious, Dean. Isn't it, Jess? Now, I would I would ask, that if you get a chance tomorrow, then you go to your local shop and see if you can find a standalone bag of normal walkers. I will do that for the listeners, Dean. Yeah, because if you can, fair enough. If you can't, this goes way deeper than we thought. It does, actually, doesn't it? But if you can find it, that suggests I'm being targeted, which is very, in many ways is worse. <laughs> yes, yes, it is, yes. But, you know, I'm... I'm pulling this thread here, Simon. I, 
I'm just speaking the truth to listeners. People deserve to know. The mainstream media is not covering this. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> they aren't, no. No, they're not. Where's fucking Lawrence Fox when he needed? Well, exactly, yeah. You know, do something useful for once, mate. Yeah, isn't it? Blow the lid on walkers wide open. Because quite frankly, yeah. this is not above board. This is this is creepy stuff. It's sick and it's wrong. Yeah. How dare you mess with Dean's head? Exactly. Walkers. Me, personally. Yeah. I am the one who has been victimised here. I'm I getting think. 30 grand packs up my wazoo. <laughs> Maybe oh so so you're saying you're in it? I wouldn't say that. No, I'm I'm no. Um, sort of like a patsy if anything. Did you know? Oh, me, if you, if you, yeah, Dean, yeah, okay. if there was anybody you know who's a patsy, <laughs> right? Yeah, sort of unwilling uh, rube which has been caught up in this, it'd be me, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's exactly what someone who don't was look in. at me like that, Dean. <laughs> Listeners, he's making me very nervous. Why? So Simon sounds very sinister. He sounds like he's been exposed in some way, shape, or form. Someone has something to hide, maybe. Gary. This is alert for Gary. Help me, Gary. Lineka. Oh, oh, one, one. <laughs> Shit on grass. That's the cold red. <laughs> You'll never stop me speaking the truth. Dean's Crisps Conspiracies. So, Dean, what are you going to show me this week? I'm going to show you a... First, I'm going to show you a video I was sent. Um, uh, it's a video. It's, an, it's a trailer type thing for a new computer game coming up. Ooh. So, this is uh, the trailer video for the upcoming game Robocop Rogue City. I'm already interested in... Yeah. Explosive combat, police So we can see, like, the uh, general, like, probably says first-person shooter, for the most part. Good graphics. Looks like Robocop, of course. Yep. You beat Robocop, the legendary part man, part machine. Part machine. Now, Robocop is obviously a well-known character for our generation. In Detroit. Famously coming in loud to cars. Google gangs are yep. running amok and a dark plan project after the Red 209s there? Yes, Ed 209s. Are they all Ed 209s? Are like Ed 2010, Ed 2012? I don't know. We'll be reunited with characters and locations that are well characters from the old film. Oh, yeah, yeah, the police station. Yeah. role as Robocop during the many cinematics and interactive dialogues. Enforcing the law. Anyway, that's the general gist of it, okay? So that's uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a game about Robocop. Now, I have some questions about that anyway, because like, don't object to it, but. um. I talked to my son. Uh, he's 11. He's never heard of Robocop. He doesn't uh, have any concept of him. Then he remembered, oh, yeah, is that one of the characters which is in Mortal Kombat now? Which it is. Yeah. Robocop and Terminator are Mortal Kombat characters you can play now in the latest versions. That's right. Mm. So, you know, that's how, quote, unquote, kids today seem to get a lot of their uh, references by something which has happened in, in online, like video games. Like Fortnite yeah. is a, a goldmine for reintroducing kids to stuff from our era. Like he knows what Predator is, because that's a playable character in Fortnite and stuff. So a ro- video game based around Robocop is, I don't, again, I don't object to it, but it seems like it's actually aimed at the older generation. I mean, this game looks like it could be fun anyway, if you don't know what Ro- Ro- Robocop is, but yeah. surely it's a nostalgia chip for people our age, because like, that's going to be the, the obvious market, isn't it? Yeah, kind of, I guess. Um, uh, your son's 11, isn't he? So... Mm. Unless you had shown him Robocop, he wouldn't. It's not zeitgeisty, but no. I think it's it's got a long-standing enough uh, basis in popular culture where it's still mm. relevant in a way. 
Yeah, I you think it, it, it has that momentum to it. Yeah. So if you think about like the last time, let's think though. So they're still making like Terminator films, yeah. Yes. So the gap between yeah the last one coming out and the next one that's going to come out um, would have been what five, six years by the time it comes out. At least, yeah. I mean, so you know that's not going to be in that gap between <laughs> where your son would have been aware of it. Yeah. No. No. So what I'm saying, what I'm roundabout saying is hmm. that I think RoboCop is still on people's minds. I would agree with that. Yeah, on people's minds, like hmm. um, booking an appointment with the dentist or something like that. <laughs> you yes. know, you need to think about it, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it'll come to you like in the middle of the night. Oh, shit, RoboCop! Like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to clarify, we're talking. Original classic Robocop, not that remake they apparently made, which I haven't seen, which everyone's completely forgotten about. Yes. Oh, well, yeah, it occasionally <laughs> pops up on, on TV. And mm. um, whenever I get the opportunity to watch Robocop, I will, at least some mm. of it. And the amount of times I've been like tricked, essentially, Dean, it's mm. a trick, it's a scam that they get you to watch some of the 2012 Robocop by accident. Yeah, totally, Same yeah. with Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a big job to make a, like a game like this, a AAA game these days, the big studio. Is like, it's like making a movie. It's like a huge lot of money, time investment stuff. But, you know, the concept of Robocop is quite, um, you know, quite enduring, as we said. Like, you think about it, like you think about a dentist. But when I first watched this, I thought, ah, and it says, you know, we do lots of detective work too. Now, uh, I think in the film, Robocop did some detective work. Yeah. What was his main function? We did that a bit, a bit of that. But I'd like to show you, this is what I actually get to a still from this trailer, which I didn't bring up because I spoiled it. But um, this is a scene from this trailer. Looks like Robocop has his own desk. Yeah. Is he doing desk work? He's got his glasses <laughs> on the desk as well, Dean. <laughs> He's got a pencil pot. He's got glasses. He's got a standalone little computer thing. Looks <laughs> like Robocop, the multi-million pound cyborg, which has his own team building him every time he has a, he has a glitch. That's his own desk, complete with <laughs> pencils and a coffee mug. I hope that this is like when you cock up in the game, then you get sent to <laughs> yeah. death duty. Yeah, you get demoted to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's either they saw traffic patrol. You see him with the, well, that <laughs> happened in, the, in Robocop 2 or 3, I can't remember uh, now, but he gets assigned to traffic duty. I think uh, Robocop 2, he got reprogrammed. Robocop I three. think it was that one. I think it was 2, yeah, when he got reprogrammed and he was like guiding traffic. <laughs> yeah, I think he did community outreach in like Robocop 2. Yes, he was like, telling yeah. kids not to play with fire hydrants and stuff. Yes, but yes, yes. Got but anyway, it's just the fact that... It's a beautiful image. It's a lovely image, but it's like... Okay, it could be the fact that Robocop just happens to be standing behind a desk. Because I don't know why Robocop would have his own glasses. He hasn't got eyes. <laughs> He's got a helmet with a visor on it. Oh, no, no, he can take them off. Maybe he takes the helmet off. He's got He's reading got glasses. Because <laughs> it's 2023 now. He's been Robocop since 1987. <laughs> and his eyesight is going. <laughs> they literally rebuilt him from a dead body. <laughs> but his eyesight, <laughs> he's, got, he's got, got myopia. 
they've, they've kept the two things that get worse over time for him. He's got he's got real bad eyesight now because he's been working for twenty years and his bladder's fucked as well. He's gonna keep going <laughs> to the toilet every all the time. <laughs> he sleeps like some sort of like cybernetic chamber to keep him alive. Like, he every tech, oh Christ, I've got to unplug him. He, he needs the bathroom again. <laughs> he's gonna go for a piss. <laughs> <laughs> a three-second piss because he's old. <laughs> to sit back down again. Got to plug him back in to recharge. Oh, here he goes again. <laughs> Pretty thankless job, your Robocop's piss tech. <laughs> you think Robocop had to go to the dentist to have false teeth? Or do you think he was ashamed afterwards? I don't know, because he's got false everything else. He's got yeah. a false arm, he's got false legs, he's got a false hip. Yeah, he had false hips before he was cool. Uh, so yeah. so it's just the idea that even if that's not his desk, it's someone else's desk, what what's the impetus of making him stand behind it? Like, well, I will interview the suspect. I must do it behind the desk. <laughs> Please take a I'm, seat. Because <laughs> I must look professional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Standards. I love everything in this image. They made him so wear a tie. The <laughs> 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 cop with a tie on. Maybe so, he's the captain now, Dean. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't explain why he has to have a desk even. I don't think he needs to sit down ever. He just does in the car. Would you have him in a car, just rolling around the car park? Everybody's going to come out and have their meetings as he's doing donuts in the no, car park. No, I mean, we see him sit down in a car because he obviously oh, right. that's, he that's how cars work. Yes, have a mobile desk as well. <laughs> he's got a standing desk like all the twats. <laughs> yeah. Here's your weekly assignments. <laughs> <laughs> Foster, you're on traffic. <laughs> Baker, homicide, fifth section. You've <laughs> just made a, a real good point that I've never thought of as well, Dean. There's absolutely no reason why Robocop has to sit in a car. He could be standing up driving the car, couldn't he? That'd be good, uh, actually. With head through the sunroof. Just, yeah, I guess. His feet just pounding on the pump and the grass. Pump, pump, pump the grass, pump the grass. I guess that's more of a more of a car thing than a Robocop thing, because that's just how they're built, isn't it? I'm going to be intimidating, if, yeah. you know, it's already bad enough he's a robot copper, but if he's coming down here and his head is poking the sunroof, he's just shooting willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> Willy, you're under arrest. Nilly. <laughs> Nilly, you are dead. <laughs> Although, of course, the first thing Robert ever did was shoot a willy. That's, that's right, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's actually how it works. Famously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> if they were, in any sense, the game would be worth a dollar. They'd actually say... Buy it for a dollar, and that would yeah. be tying in. But um, it's probably like 60 quid, isn't it? Because oh, that's going to be, isn't it? A lot of work's got into it. I don't begrudge them that. It's just because these people don't have any sense, Steve. No, if exactly. they had any sense, they would sell their game, which they've been working on for probably <laughs> yeah. about 10 years for a dollar. <laughs> Absolutely, they would. I think we agree with you with that. Because the fuck has got no sense. No. Totally, totally logical. They won't have him with his head popping through the sunroof, and they insist on charging more than one dollar for the game. Poo poo. <laughs> You know, but at the end of the day, Robocop does need glasses. <laughs> you know on Robocop 2, Nuke, yeah. the drug? Oh, yes. Would you have a go on that? Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Technically, uh, I don't know what it does. Yeah, well, I think, because uh, I watched the film not too long ago, what, does it doesn't look like it's fun. It's a fun drug. It makes you, yeah. like, just really angry. You just scream yeah. and kill people. Like, yeah. What's the appeal of that? It's highly addictive. Yeah, it's, but it's probably like super tobacco, isn't it? Is it? I mean, I mean, yeah. They don't like. You don't see any trippy things on it or anything like that. No, but then again, this is the film where they say, right, we need to build a new Robocop. 
how about we <laughs> we build a massive rubbish shelter around this literal serial killer we just found? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'll help law enforcement because underpants gnomes, <laughs> question mark, profit. All right, great, good work there. Good work. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an odd film <laughs> at the best of times. I think it's a good film. I think it's highly underrated. That and Predator enjoy it. too. Have we yeah. talked about this before? Maybe we have, maybe we have, but who cares? I don't think we have. This podcast supports Predator 2 and Robocop 2. Would you agree with that? I like Predator 2. I, I will I will I will go to bat for Predator 2. Yeah. I think Danny DeVito beat the Predator. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, no, I'd watch the yes, hell out of that. Yes, yes. No. But Danny Glover fighting Predator. I think I think there's something cooler about that because he's not this massive like Austrian open on Schwarzenegger was. It's yeah. a it seems more impressive that he killed it with just being by being belligerent rather than just being massive. <laughs> yeah. Just sweating profusely, just wanting yeah. to go home. Ah, so Robocop's desk. What are we going to give this? Uh, Robocop's desk. I'm going to give it a full five, I think, Dean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tempted to give it a full five because yeah. it just opens up so many possibilities. And I'm a big fan of that. Yes, yes. He hasn't got a phone on his desk. I've just noticed that, Dean. So, yeah, but he's not taking surely, calls. In 2023, surely he's got one built in. Ah, he's got it built in, man. Mm. Yes, yes, of course. Oh, his helmet, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Yeah, his helmet. He just puts his finger to his ear, doesn't he? Yeah. Also, also that grey triangle thing there could be built into that. Because yeah. of, you know, yeah. Regardless, Robocop's desk, good work, good work. Good work, Robo. Right, welcome back, friends. Back. Uh, so, Dean, what I've got for you this week is a product I found on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a fan of camping, Dean? Done it. Uh, if I never did it again, I wouldn't be devastated, but I wouldn't necessarily say no if I was invited. So I'm ambivalent about camping. Let's go with that. All right. Well, maybe this product uh, might be of use to you then. It's um, some kind of um, uh, window tent for uh, hey. uh, <laughs> for uh, your car. Hey, what? Right, so... Um, not entirely sure what it is, Dean. I found it on Amazon. Yeah. Listen, it looks like um, someone's essentially attached a canvas cat flap to the car window of, uh, in this case, a large SUV type thing, Land Rover? Is that... Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what type of car it is. Yeah, I don't know what this what this achieves. Is it? Is it a means to sleep in your car with the window open but no bugs? Is that what it's I, for? I, well, I think it's definitely for sleeping in your car for some reason, isn't it? Um, yeah. Look, here's a woman. She's lying in the car. She's got the seats down. Right. She's reading a book, and <laughs> she's got a hell of a smile on her, Dean. <laughs> that, that smile is what I would call forced. <laughs> I, I do not think that is a authentic uh, uh, Grin of natural cheer. It's a lovely day outside. Why isn't she outside enjoying it? Yeah, it's lighting yeah. a car, reading a book. You're right, lighting a car, reading a book. Either. Now, <laughs> here's the product in real life, team. Here we go. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Now, now it looks, uh, yeah. Now it looks Wait, slightly less glamorous, shall we say. What it looks like to me is it looks like a bin bag that you would put the uh, outside yes, of your door of your strong, car. Strong, strong bin bag energy here. Yeah, definitely. All black and shiny and crinkly. I don't know what it's for, Dean. I don't know what it's for. Well, it's the... Um, it's a bug screen. It's a bug screen. Yeah, bugs I, out. I guess it's a bug screen, but it's also got um, a zip you can cover up the bug screen, which I guess tents do. You have like, a double zip. You have the inner layer and outer layer. But if 
I tell you what's a good bug yeah. screen that you might get on your car, on your door of your car more than anywhere else, is, is the window. Well, that, that's exactly what I was trying to articulate the words for, but you got that ahead of me. But yeah, so if you want to, like, I want to have, I want to sleep in my car, but I don't want to let the bugs in and it's nighttime and I don't want to be cold either. What I'll do is I'll attach this elaborate canvas bin bang cat flap and I'll zip that up. Or, like you say, I'll put the window up. Or stop it down in the first place. <laughs> if you if you sleep in your car, that's not that's not camping though, is it? I mean, like maybe festivals you would do that, or like you know, emergencies. But it's not like is it is there an active choice to sleep in your car? You know, if you have other options. Well, I slept in a car when I had an option, but um, that's because I wasn't sure what tent I was meant to be sleeping in. It was some kind of like uh, weekend away sort of situation, mm. and I got. Very drunk, hadn't identified my tent beforehand and didn't want to go like just bungling into some stranger's tent sort of thing. So I just slept in my car. But, and a lot, of course, a lot of people in um, today's military climate sleep in their cars because they're homeless. But this product oh. costs £66. Yeah, yeah. That's the, um, I, I will say, I have also slept in the car under similar circumstances because yeah. uh, I was once part of a uh, comedy bill at a festival uh, in mid to North Wales. Can't exactly where it was. There's a few around at the time. And um, I was one of like four acts got up and the guy who drove us. We had a rental car, a big car, so I had to take all of us along. And gig wasn't great. Festival was a bit sort of ramshackle because it was new. But the there was a certain comic that we both know who was with us. And he was, uh, you know, he's on nice time, but towards the end of the day, he was given a pill uh, by some well-meaning strangers, I know, no doubt. He was having a good time. So we all went to our tents. And uh, so I went to sleep, and he sort of came in along afterwards. I think mine was a tent next to his. I was sort of like lying in bed. I could hear him muttering, Dogs, kill them all. <laughs> So I thought, this sounds bad. I'm going to go, um, yeah, the car's, I'll go sleep in the car because uh, that's just terrifying. <laughs> I, don't need to, I don't need to be presented with that. So I got in the car and trying to sleep. Like, it was just a bit restless. <laughs> and, um, so I eventually sort of fell asleep, but I hear sort of motion in the night and stuff. When I woke up in the morning, every other person on the trip was in the car sleeping as well, <laughs> apart from that guy, because <laughs> he terrified everyone with his, with his drug, drug-addled murder moans. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that, that's good. <laughs> oh, God. Because we could have used this um, sort of, you know, bin bag cat flap. Bug, bug screen thing. <laughs> just but, to sort of like trap that man. Yeah, or just let, with four people in the car sometimes. Uh, yeah. There, there, there was like blokes getting on in years. There was a lot of emissions. <laughs> but, uh, right. Yes, that's maybe that's what this is uh, for then, is to sort of like keep the bugs out and not keep the farts in. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see those meet in the middle, like so the bugs go, oh, they are attack. Oh, gas. <laughs> <laughs> like mustard gas from the bugs. Yeah, knocked up with fart powers. Oh. Do you want to have a look at some reviews for this um, Please, product? please. We always have the reviews. Oh, it's got a, uh, five stars, 73%, four stars, 18 So it's a well-received product. Yeah, but it's still one of those things. Um, it's always happens with products. It's like confirmation bias in that you spent £66 or dollars <laughs> on what is essentially like a elaborate bin bag. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a good thing. I did not waste my money. I am not an idiot. <laughs> Give it a big score as a result. 
it's a photograph from people who have bought it, and it, it looks more like a bin bag than ever. Oh, God, it looks vile. <laughs> that that looks like what happens when you someone smashes your car window and you have to get the garage. You just wrap a lot of bin bags around it. Yes, it is. It's exactly that, isn't it? Yeah. Just to keep yeah. the window as you drive into the garage to get it fixed, hopefully. Yeah. Well, they give you four stars or whatever. Let's have a look at the lowest scoring stars. This is where you get the truth. I think so. From the reviewer, me. Test it. Didn't fix anything. Camping sucked. <laughs> Only get this for something we measured three inches all around smaller and try it as soon as you get back. I measured from my full-size truck suicide door by the measurements. All right, I'm not sure this person is a reliable narrator. I'm not sure what that is. Three inches all round. You're not going to get anything in your car three inches all round. Unless it's the exhaust. Don't undervalue three inches. You can do a lot with three inches. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Uh, this is one star uh, from Joel. He says, used it on the caravan. It still fits. I bought it last month, but I used it today. Missing the pole from the flap. Just have a short pole. Wow. <laughs> Look at the one below it. Let's water in. <laughs> Let's water in on the door seal. Complete trash. Well, yeah, of course it will. It's a bloody... <laughs> yes. Does it claim to be waterproof? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bin bag with a hole in it. Yeah, of course. Idiots. Obvious solution there. Put the window up. Yeah, exactly. If it's raining, don't use this. No. What do you think about camping generally? Have I already asked you that? Well, I think now, camping's been sort of sanitised too much. If you're going to camp, just do it. I think, you know, you're going to go sleep in the rough, you know, sleep in the wild. It doesn't feel fair enough. But it's all, I think all the glamping stuff, right? it's basically in a hotel, which is temporary. You've got beds and toilets and stuff. So you do it or don't, you know, like 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 with an already crisp we've tried. Commit. Yeah. You're gonna do it. Do it properly. And I think there's far too many options and not do it properly, no. I I'm the other way, see. The only way you'd get me camping if it was like um uh well a mobile caravan essentially, but mm. uh one that's spread out over multiple floors and is <laughs> run by the Travel Lodge company. <laughs> Specifically Travel Lodge. Yeah. I'll take Premier in in a push. <laughs> Some would say they're more at market, but no, not, not you. You're a, man, you're a man of the people. Rank me the chain hotels, please, Dean. Um, chain hotels? Yes. So I'll guess Hilton's quite up there. They are they oh, yeah. a lot of higher No, ones. I mean like uh, budget hotels. Oh, okay. Um, oh, uh, Ibis are mid-tier. I think Ibis, right. like they, they do, very much does what it says in the tin, mid-tier hotels. Okay, so because I've, I've said a lot of hotels, all the book stuff I've done, so I've been booked into all these chains. Um, yeah, yeah. Premier Inn, I think they want to be top tier, mm. but they're not quite there. I think they have ideas about their station. Okay. Travel Lodge, another very much uh, does what says in the tin type hotel. Um, have you tr- I haven't tried it yet, but uh, near where my old gym was, there's a Premier Inn zip. Oh, I've never heard of that. No. It's, it's almost like, not quite, but uh, as close as I've seen in this country to the whole. Japanese sleeping pod thing. Pods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've stayed in an EasyJet hotel. Oh, I've tried those ones. Any good? Uh, it's basically a tiny room with a bed in it, and there's a, a television fastened to whichever surface will hold it. <laughs> so it might not be in, like, viewing position from your bed, but it's got one. Can't mm. say it hasn't. It's very much like those Japanese pods, but it's like... For people who want everything that a hotel can give you. <laughs> right, okay. They're quite good. So I, I don't mind having a small room. I quite like being 
maybe it's like the sort of Welsh mining heritage. Like, I don't mind being enclosed. I quite, no. I find it quite uh, reassuring. Oh God, when I did, um, you know, I'm going to name them. Fuck it, I did the Cheltenham Science Festival uh, a few couple. Of, this is actually doing like a, when things first started to be opened up again during lockdown and pandemic. Oh yeah, but not quite open up. You know, so it's lots of distancing and like, certain people to a table and stuff. And I was asked to go along and do this talk and do this thing, which I, you know, I appreciate. But it was like two days before they said, "Oh, we booked you into the the big hotel, whichever no, the big posh hotel everyone's going to." But we double booked someone, and they're coming from America. Would you be up for taking the hotel down the road? I said, "Oh, you know, I'd rather not." But you know, they're coming like four thousand miles. I'm coming thirty miles or whatever. So fine, fair enough. But I thought it would be like a equivalent hotel. Like no, it was um, Citrus Hotel. Another, we're a nice hotel, but we're not. But they, um, I don't know how or why. If there was a glitch or just some sort of like, I was assigned the disabled person's room. All oh, right. So I had like walk-in showers and stuff, and all the red, the red sort of pull ropes everywhere, and it was yeah, yeah, yeah. very odd. It was a really big room. Obviously, it was set up for people who intentionally wheelchairs and stuff. But it was like, no, yeah. but it was so sparse, and like it was really, I, I don't. You know, the, the toilets which are really raised up high because obviously people can't load themselves up and down. Oh, which yes. you know, I totally understand all that. Like that's, that's a good thing to have for you know, less able-bodied guests. But I'm not one, so what? Why have I got the disabled room? And it was very, very um, odd. Did you find it more relaxing though? Because maybe, like, hmm. well, I don't want to say this, Dean, but maybe it is more relaxing for the disabled people. Have the disabled people got it better than us, Dean? <laughs> Edit this out. <laughs> yeah, let's not go on. I'll say no, but uh, I'm not going to elaborate on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound very good, Dean. I have to say yeah. that. No, yeah, it was. It's it odd. Like I don't. This isn't for me, but I, you know, I'm guessing we're still kind of halfway through the uh, uh, pandemic, so maybe people who are less... No! Uh, Jesus Christ, is this only halfway through? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Else? I'm from the future. I got some very bad news for you. Oh, my God, it's coming back. Oh, no. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, it's just, just, just odd, uncomfortable. Like, everything was set up for people who need this sort of stuff, and I don't, and that was, you know, for them, great, but I felt odd using it. Felt like yeah. I was intruding. That's fair enough. And I think I would feel odd you just using this hardware bin bag. Let's give it our yeah. scores, Dean. Okay, uh color bin bag. I'm gonna give it I'm give it a one. Because I'm not sure what problem is solving. Uh but I guess it could keep the bugs out if you want to sleep in your car on a hot night. Mm. Yes. But I don't know, I don't think that's worth sixty six dollars. No. It's a hot night, baby. Let's take it to the car. <laughs> That's what you could say. Not you, but just generally anyway. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna give it one as well. Dreadful idea. A dreadful section. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. Random Wikipedia article. Uh three two one Faces in the Fog. Oh, okay. Faces in the Fog is a 1944 American drama film directed by John English, starring Jane Withers, Paul Kelly, and Lee Patrick. Oh, of course. Never heard any of those names, but... Um... Yeah, none of that I am familiar yeah. with. I've never seen Faces in the Fog. I'm not sure who John English is, and I've never no. heard of Jane Withers, Paul Kelly, or Lee Patrick. No, and it, they all sound like amalgamations of names you have heard. 
because yes. like Paul and Kelly and Lee and Patrick are names I know, but um, mm. I, I saw John English. I thought it meant Johnny English, the Rowan Ackerson character we have oh, discussed right. previously, but uh, it's not that. No, no. Would you like me to tell you the plot, Dean? Yes, please. Please tell me the plot, Simon. Okay. So, Hard Party and Tom and Cora Elliot neglect their kids, 17-year-old Mary and 14-year-old Les, Les Dennis. This worries their neighbour, Dr. Fred Mason. Now, 14 and 17 years old, I don't Mm. think you can be neglected if you're 17. I think you're... In 1944, they'd already been working for five years. Yeah, like that's that's the 14 year old has got like a three year shift at the mine, some sort of like factory. So, yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, right. We'll carry on the plot. At the age of older boy Mike, Les sneaks a gun out of his dad's home and goes to a party at Dr. Mason's house where Mary is flirting with 18 year old John Mason. Mike accidentally shoots Les, who is only grazed. Another boy at the party tells the police about the incident. Tom believes Dr. Mason informed the cops and is furious. He demands that Mary stop seeing Joe. Mary and Joe conspire to attend a school dance with other dates, but spend the night dancing. The two argue and Mary leaves with Mike. The drunken Mike strikes a pedestrian with his car. Joe takes the injured man to hospital and is blamed for the accident. Sounds like a fucking hell of a film. <laughs> okay. Joe decides to enlist in the army. Realising their fight was silly, Mary elopes with him. <laughs> Jealous Mike sees him spending the night at a motel and tells Mary's dad, Tom. Tom rushes to the motel and shoots Joe. <laughs> Tom is acquitted for defending his daughter's honour. Wow. Mary reveals that she and Joe are married. Mary and Joe are allowed to spend a week on honeymoon before Mary faces a perjury trial for various lies. <laughs> what? This film is mad. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> She's on trial for having a husband who was shot. <laughs> <laughs> right, 1944 was batshit. <laughs> also, I don't mean to be like sound like an old-fashioned person, but all this is happening, literally, don't they know there's a war on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's 1944. The Americans have been involved by this point. They're they're well committed to the to the war effort. So the, this is the thing I find Wikipedia. When I look up like um, there's a film I sort of hear about. I don't want to watch. Read the plot. Mm. Technically, this probably is a very accurate description of the plot. Yeah, but it's also like it's really confusing to follow. It just, yes, it's hard it's to feel, pass without. Yeah, like. Visually seeing it, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to remember the names and who's who because yeah. all you've got is a name on a page. It's hard to track like, who's doing where and what now. Like I said, yeah. you know, it said Joe, Joe's with us, Joe. And I read back, oh, <laughs> that, that guy, yeah, that, yeah. She's flirting with a Joe. Okay, so he flirted him, and now they're a boyfriend. And, are they? Because <laughs> <laughs> the only way you can do it properly is to have like a minute by minute portrayal where you can't do that Wikipedia. Well, you shouldn't because no. that's not a, a summary, is it? So. Who, who is Joe? It doesn't say who Joe is until he pops up, does it? Uh, no. Uh, she, at the party, Dr. Mason's house, where Mary's flirting with 18-year-old Joe Mason. So, ah, right. Yes, yes, yes. But okay, it says she's flirting with him. He's flirting with him. I said this they, later, like their boyfriend and girlfriend. And, like, yeah, they got scandal. married and done on a murder spree, but <laughs> Oh, look, no, he got murdered or shot, but not... Yes. It looks like, yeah, Joe tried to listen to the army. The reason the fact was sending Mary elopes them, so they got married. A jealous Mike, uh, who is some older boy who was just involved somehow, 
sees them spend the night in the motel and tells Mary's dad, Tom, I assume it's a is her yeah, dad? Tom is her dad. Yes, and Tom he is her dad. Joe. He shoots Joe. Tom was credited for defending his daughter's honour, which was a thing back then, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, Mary was Joe, she and Joe married. Mary and Joe are allowed to spend a week on honeymoon before Mary faces <laughs> perjury trial for a various light. This is all her fault somehow. Her dad has shot someone. Yeah. Her, her husband has committed statutory rape, maybe? Oh, no, 17-year-old. Why is she going to jail for her life? Where is she ever lying? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What has she done here? She's just like, uh, I don't see any, in this plot summary, I don't see any mention of her doing no. anything wrong. Apart from. They spent the night uh, dancing. Maybe, That's not lying. Yeah. Yeah. She, he flirted with her a bit, or she flirted with him. That's, sure that wasn't illegal in 1944 as America. I thought so. It might have been, actually. No, <laughs> I don't know. They, they, they can be quite, uh, quite hard nose about these things. Mary reveals that she and Joe are married, maybe after the trial. But but then that doesn't explain why you'd get off then, because this makes no sense. Do you know any of the names in the cast? Uh, Jane Withers. She played Mary. Should we have a look at her? Okay. There she is. Oh, she's got like a little um, squirrely face. No, like a chipmunk or something. Yeah, it looks like a proper sort of 1944 actress that's that, that's our look about them. Let's have a look at Paul, the father. Oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, he's, he's got the classic hat on from the old days. Classic <laughs> hat, wider than his head. Yeah. Uh, Cora, who is she? That was the sister. Uh, same, hat, same hat. Same, same hat. hat. They've all got the same hat. I wrote it. Oh, Eric, no hat. But the classic brill-creamed pomade hair yes, type stuff. Yes. So he's part of the part of the equation. There's no other information about this film, whether it was successful or not. No. Um, let's have a look at the director's career, is it? Okay. John English, not Johnny English. So he's he's he's, he's English. He did uh, some Zorros and some Fu Manchu films. Okay. That's... Um, oh, Christ, he's a lot of films. Was this where they churned them out back in the old days? Like just like, yes, yes, yes. The old studio system, yeah. The old Steven Seagal approach. Just, just knock them out all for the best. He's done some Phantom films. This last one was 1951. I don't recognise any of the names of these films. Yeah. I recognise some of the characters. It's a 1950 film called Cowtown, which does sound brilliant. Should we have a look at Cowtown? Yeah, please. Cowtown. It's a Western film. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, it doesn't have any famous names in it. And there's no other information. <laughs> no, no. This article needs a plot summary. That's what you got. Um, it does. It definitely does. Let's have a look at the poster uh, up close, because maybe we can figure out from the poster alone. Oh, it's one of those great Wikipedia articles where the poster gets smaller when you zoom in. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. I do kind of like these old-style posters, though. The whole, um, yeah. uh, know, the old classic B-movies, like matinee posters. Yes, yeah. matinee posters, definitely. God, but it looks like two bloody ugly women crying and moping, and then... You can't leave that in. <laughs> 1940s beautiful, that's what they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll say that. It, too, it looks like two 1940s beautiful women in uh, yeah. egg ugly to modern <laughs> Well, the, the girl who's crying does have like, the face of Pete Beardsley. She so, does look like Pete Beardsley. It's, it's uh, you know, again, that's, it's a drawing. It could, it could easily be a... Uh, oh, if you look at the... Um, 
people the mother, the hand is hugging her. It's got very AI qualities about it. It very much does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got the hand of a xenomorph, Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's a gigantic shovel. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to consume her in a second. Not <laughs> a human hand. No. Uh, faces in the fog. Um, faces in the fog. Faces in the fog. Let's have a... We'll, we'll um, check us in Wikipedia for a second, Dean, and we'll have a look yeah. to see what the rest of the internet thinks about faces in the fog. Faces in the Fog, Dean, on IMDb, has 5.4 out of 10, so it's not considered a classic. No, out of 20 reviews as well, it's not even popular. Yeah, like not even very popular. Same poster, same poster. Same poster. Oh, actually, they did many. Uh, any other information? No, no other information. Uh, taglines, Youth on the Loof. <laughs> Buffeted by fate. Okay. No. Can I, here's a question. Yeah. Can you actually watch this at the moment? Is it any, accessible online at all? Let's find out. So I'm not that I would watch it just to see what the hell is going on. A face in the fog is on YouTube, but not faces in the fog. Ah, uh, that's annoying. Fucking hell, Fog on the Time by Lindisfarne is on there. <laughs> yes, please. Let's have a look at this. That Noel Fielding. Sitting in a sleazy snack bar, sucking sickly sausage rolls. I think they're all Noel Fielding. <laughs> slipping down slowly, slipping down sideways, think I'll sign off the door. Cause the fog on the tine is all mine, all mine. The fog on the tine is all mine. The fog on the tine is all mine, all mine. The fog on the tine is all mine. Um, faces in the fog, Dean. Let's get back to that. Yeah, I suppose we should. Uh. Jane Withers. Um, Jane Withers. Do you reckon she's any relation to Bill Withers? Um, a lovely maybe. day. Maybe it was like the, it was like the old days. Yeah. Uh, faces in the fog. Um, faces in the fog. Um, oh Christ, dude. I don't know. We've. I think we've may have. It's, it's broken now. <laughs> we may have reached the end, haven't we? I think we've, yeah, I think, we've reached the end, didn't we? We've we have. reached the end. We have, yes. I think we have, yeah. Shall I give it a score? Please put this podcast out of its misery for another week, Dean. Right. I'll give it um, a two because I do quite like the poster, despite the inhuman proportions of it. Yes, big, fat headed bastards on the poster, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> yeah. And I do sort of like the, the plot is. I'm guessing technically accurate, just the, the fact that it's hard to convey a film's narrative with the three paragraphs. Yes. Other than that, it's it's, it's almost like teasingly sparse. Like that. Here are some names. There's a plot. You can't find the film. It's like, you know, it's like being blue balled. <laughs> I don't like it. Fair. I'm going to give it four. What's your one? I liked the plot. Sounds like a good film to me. Hmm. And for the article to give us this plot, I think it's a real treat uh, for us, the listener, and us, the hosts of this show. Yes. I like the picture that came with the article of the ugly, ugly women. Oh, okay. Ah, God. Edit all that out. Edit it all out. Oh, my God. <laughs>